we're in. Hey. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome. Cold pod. Back after a week-long hiatus. Yes. With a special guest, Eva. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to um, talk to you guys. Yeah, well, it's, it's funny because this is, like, again, another sort of, like, long time coming pod because yeah. we've been talking about doing this for a while with, with me you. yeah oh wow i mean Thank yeah you. things just kept like moving and being like okay like next friday and it's like oh no i can't do that friday and, da, da, da. and then oh yeah Austin was in new york and then you're like i'm leaving where did you go oh i don't know uh <laughs> where did i go you went somewhere in I the did. middle of oh, september yeah i went to poland right right okay yeah are you polish yes okay yeah were you visiting family yeah i was uh let's see um, I was my dad passed away in January okay. and I hadn't been it's like a long story complicated um, but I hadn't been didn't go to his funeral for various reasons um, but sorry to get heavy right <laughs> no, off the no, bat no, let's, let's jump. <laughs> but I went to go see like basically it was like kind of a bit of a closure mm-hmm. uh, trip so mm-hmm. me and my husband and kid flew over there my mom was already there um visited family my kid met the whole family she's for the two first time? yeah for the yeah. first time because uh, we couldn't go over there during the pandemic and stuff uh at least for the first part and uh and uh yeah like went to like a bunch of cemeteries yeah basically yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Man. but then also finished the trip off in warsaw and met up with a an old friend of mine who came from sweden to spend like the weekend and our kids met and so like ended mm-hmm. with like a nice like a nice positive kid note hang. yeah okay well that's yeah, nice yeah. i mean that's that's good that it ended there yeah <laughs> yeah but you got i don't know i really needed to have that like mm-hmm. trip yeah. you know you got it i'm into doing like difficult things yeah yeah I mean, I, no, I, yeah, you have to. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's kind of important for your to betterment. Like, yeah, no, I feel like it's important to, to put yourself in to doing the things you don't want to do, because in the end, they become rewarding where you're actually like, OK, like, even though I didn't want to do that, I like needed to do that. And there is a yeah. positive yeah. outcome that comes from the end of it. Yeah, it's like this. I mean, I think back on like all the times that I actually care about and think back on are the times that sucked the yeah, most yeah. you know what i mean those mm-hmm. are the times that have any impact on like the current day and those are the only times i like actually remember most of the time you know yeah so yeah and you have to push yourself through those because you can very very easily stay in a comfortable bubble and not mm-hmm. grow and, yeah yeah have you been traveling a lot uh yeah and any opportunity i get for yeah, sure nice. yeah. yeah yeah definitely i uh <clears throat> i live out in the country uh like two hours outside of toronto right. this little town called lucknow spelled luck now as in you're in luck now nice. whoa uh, it's like 1500 people we've been renovating this like 19th century stone house and uh it's really nice and awesome and quiet and a good place to like mm-hmm. be creative yeah um but it is very isolating which is good which was good during pando yeah but uh now I'm like stoked at any kind of opportunity that I get to travel because then I kind of have the best of both worlds. Yeah. Where I'm going to Los Angeles this Saturday, so be there for like a month, and then when I come back, it'll be like totally probably covered in snow yeah. up there. Cause it's also like a snow belt. Right. Where is where is Lucknow? So oh yeah, so it's um it's two and a half hours northwest. It's like. Do you know anything about like Goderich area, King Carden, yeah, yeah, Lake Huron? It's on Lake Huron. Yeah, okay. okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I had never been there before. 
and buying how did, a house there. How, how did you find this <laughs> this magical, mysterious place? On uh, on a webs this really cool website called Realtor.ca. Um, uh, yeah, we like pretty. You know, it's a it's a pretty cliche story now for people. A lot of people did this during the pandemic, and it's like. I wish I was one of those people who like bought a house in like Prince Edward County like eight right, years ago yeah, and right. like it's like 10 times the value now or something but yeah. um I mean, luck now could be next <laughs> maybe maybe um maybe. but yeah we were in uh the states we were in Los Angeles for eight years and then uh ha I had a kid we had a kid and then uh <laughs> it was like uh the world like shut down the next month right and then we were just kind of, and then I didn't work for a year, like yeah. period. And my husband didn't work for until basically now he's yeah, on yeah. tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My husband's a musician. And, um, yeah, so we were just like blowing through our savings out there and we had all these plans. Like I was doing pretty well with like directing commercials mm -hmm. and making some good money. And it's kind of like the plan was to buy a house there in LA. In LA. So we had like some savings going and then yeah, we we're just like spending all this money on rent. It felt like being on like an extended vacation or something. Yeah, Cuz yeah. don't get me wrong, it was like a beautiful 8 months of like hanging with a baby and yeah. like being together. Yeah. Um which we wouldn't have had otherwise. Like I was basically like, "All right, I'm going to push this baby out we're gonna get a nanny yeah uh, i'm gonna <laughs> yeah. be out like shooting like two months in you right. know and like whatever like my mom did that like yeah kid yeah. can drink formula whatever and then had had this like super yeah like um like cocoon situation for yeah, like that's nice. a while but again it's always fun when something like well not fun but it's always nice in retrospect when something like that happens because it like, like again it wasn't what you were expecting or what you had mm -mm. planned and yeah. how a year was going to play out with a newborn yeah mm -hmm. and then to then sort of be like oh wait no this is like completely different now we're just this you know this unit yeah. stuck together yeah. yeah my sister had the same thing she had a baby right before the pandemic and mm. it was it was yeah a really lucky opportunity for both her and her husband to be able to to bond with that baby yeah at the same time and not have any distractions it's very rare for a mm -hmm. lot of kids yeah to have that yeah I think it's like I mean that's kind of like the silver lining of, of I think so yeah you know it's well like we were lucky though because uh, I also know people who you know already had a two and a five-year-old mm -hmm. and then they're just like home yeah with them for yeah. two years and, and that it would was be, like insane really yeah. hard yeah my sister had that as well where it's like her kid really was like in grade I don't know I should know Uncle Josh but uh, <laughs> it's like it's okay. grade three or something <laughs> but it's the kind of thing where you have you have someone who's just so used to like the constant stimulation of life yeah. whether it be go to school from eight to three and then yeah. it's like and then you go to your hockey lesson and then yeah. it's home and dinner and then it's homework yeah. and it's it's constant routine. stuff and then yeah. all of a sudden it's just like a kid just being like what do i do like you know what i mean it's my, like yeah my nephew's having the opposite of that right now where he's been a covid baby and now he's well, i guess he's three and he's going into jk or something whatever okay. and so he's like having to go out preschool yeah he's going yeah mm -hmm. and he's having to like go out and not be at home with his mom yeah. all day interact he's like, with he's like i have no idea what i'm doing and he hates Aww. it so much Does he? <laughs> but he's getting used to it slowly but yeah. that would be so hard if you spent your entire life <laughs> yeah i mean up to a yeah. certain point doing yeah. one thing it's like yeah. being like held captive almost <laughs> and like being like yeah. freed into the and, world like, not really seeing other kids either yeah like they tried but you know it's yeah tough. no you definitely lucked out timing wise yeah yeah because it's it's an it's an age when you know there isn't babies don't really mm -mm. hang out <laughs> no yeah like we saw a couple friends who also had kids around that time we'd have these like distanced hangs and yeah. stuff but um 
to be honest at the time I was a bit it was interesting like my perspective was that I was a little bit um scared of like doing I don't know like going to mom groups and stuff right. like I I I was a bit like who am I gonna be like what's what's that gonna be like like do I ha- kind of do I have to and then um I don't know I guess it's just my like um antisocial tendency or something but uh but then it's kind of like everyone else joined our way it's like we were like home all the time with the kid not doing anything and then everyone else is doing the same thing right Right. so there's like no fomo yeah no like it's like kind of the best and like i don't know how you guys feel but and i i will get to the house also but um (laughs) i don't know how you guys feel but i i think that right now i feel kind of traumatized by um by this like if someone asks me to hang out I'll be I won't just be like yes right away I'll I'll almost want to give in to the like oh I should just stay in because right. I've been used to that for yeah. two years or yeah. something yeah. um so I'm trying to like push through that and say like yes to everything yeah. and like just go I think do we're things. also kind of like we're both pretty extroverted mm-hmm. I'm not antisocial <laughs> but but that being but said like, we were definitely affected by yeah. that sort of feeling like we we've discussed this like a couple times but just the idea of how you know I used to be a say yes to everything mm-hmm. all the time yeah. person and then within the last like year it's become this like well hmm, like is it worth it do I want to and now yeah. I'm back into the zone of being like because it's more just the like it was the, the, the stages of trying to of getting out of it and like relearning like who, who yeah. you are or or also just like if or, you're happy with the new version of yourself yeah you know? or why you like went and hung out with people in the first place mm-hmm. that's been a kind of a big thing because it's like sometimes you have those social interactions that you're like i could have done without that yeah <laughs> you know? yeah and yeah. it's like it's but oh, yeah, yeah it's tough but then at the know. same time it goes back to what we were just saying of like those those things that you maybe don't want to do yeah. end up actually being important mm-hmm. and fun yeah. experiences. Yeah. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. you almost have to roll the dice and take advantage of like the life we have because yeah. it's yeah. like, why not? Mm-hmm. Which again was sort of why the podcast thing like yeah. really helped mm-hmm. at least me. Yeah. But it was again in a time still when hanging out was like becoming a new thing again. And I was finding myself turning into a bit of an introvert and not really hanging out outside of like a very select small mm-hmm. group of people. And this was sort of like a crutch to reopen the door of like, hey, like even, uh, even us just sitting here right now. Yeah. yeah. There's a very good chance that like, maybe I would have not never seen you again, but like we probably wouldn't have hung out and it's yeah. like, yeah, unless it was a really random night where I was at a bar. Yeah. And I was like, Eva, like, Hey, yeah, you know, yeah. but now it's <laughs> like, you can plan these sort of hangouts. Um, and just sort of, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like I can, I can I open it. myself up to yeah. hanging out with people again, which I like used to do, you know, yeah. Yeah. Like that's sort of the fun part of it. I think it's yeah. great. I think mm. it's great. You guys are doing the best. <laughs> do you find that people flake on you now more like in this, in this year, like this year, have you found that people break plans with you or anything? Like generally? I or are people no, pretty I don't, stoked I think, to I would be say, going out? I would say less so than before. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. But, but recently more so. Yeah. Like over the last couple months, the flaking's kind of been coming back. Yeah. Because I think we're all getting more accustomed to just like, you know, normal life. Or and like, we're going into like hibernation mode again a little sure, bit with yeah, the cold yeah. weather coming in and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but yeah. but like this summer was a, was a very oh, non-flaky summer. Yeah. Because it was kind of like, Amazing. Cool. we'll go like, record outside and hang out and then we can go to the park. And yeah. Da, da, da. yeah. It's like, yeah. But yeah. okay. So back to luck now. Though. Yeah. Luck okay. <laughs> so, uh, so we, so we, uh, yeah, had this kid. We're in LA. We're like... 
what are we doing here right now and how long were you in la eight years oh damn okay yeah yeah and uh and we kind of like our family can visit us and like get to know our child so and uh my my mom and and seb's parents all live in mississauga Mm -hmm. so we're just like all right let's go to mississauga and just like see the family for a bit and see what we want to do and then we just we're like all right and let's let's just like take what money we have left and like see what we can find yeah because it would be nice to have like um like a landing uh what do you call it like a place to land when we do come to canada even if we don't come back to live here home base exactly so started looking and it was like man it was rough like uh just sometimes i would like find a house that's like you know in the middle of buttfuck nowhere and you know it's up for like 600 grand or something and you look at and you see a listing from like two years prior or yeah. a year prior and it's like 200,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It and happens just, like, so quick. Yeah. And yeah. even if you wanted to buy it, I just like, I wouldn't, I just couldn't live with myself to, to be like, I just don't like the idea of like supporting people who are just taking advantage, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, uh, we saw a bunch of houses and they're just, I don't know. We were spoiled in California yeah. with like architecture and oh, like, Oh yeah. I mean, and th- there's so much money there and, and artists. So like even like a crappy bungalow is still something yeah. beautiful. And, and they kept a lot more of their like mid-century mm-hmm. architecture and stuff there too. Whereas yeah. Ontario completely demolished <laughs> all of that. Yeah. Yeah. There isn't. Um, it's it's weird. It's like it's it's not. There's a very specific yeah type of um, path that people have taken here to build houses. And mm-hmm. they all kind of look the same. And yeah. Um, and well, even stuff in the, the country. Yeah, sorry. No, I was mm-hmm. referred to the new houses as modern boxes. Like yeah. they all look like these stupid. Like <sighs> it's like you either have the houses mm-hmm. we have now, or these brand new like fucking like turquoise cubes. Yeah, yeah. And it's like they're like from a catalog or something. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's, it's actually gross. Yeah. Like I kind of yeah. hate it. Yeah, no, it's yeah. terrible. It's yeah. just like hom- homogenous. Like everything just mm-hmm. looks the same, and it's like bleeds into the culture and to the mm-hmm. music and everything. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah i don't know it's it's uh it so it was like it was hard to to find anything that really got us excited and we're kind of thinking well maybe you know we won't do this and then um and then we found this one house and it was like uh i just remember it was the first time seb said oh i love that house he used the word love Uh just from the photos yeah and it was it was really special we went to his like we're also like living with like you know an eight month old right and so there was and there's no like my mom was helping but like it's not like i had help so we would we like we would search for a house like within three hours of the city so we'd like drive to kingston or yeah also like we drove from la to toronto oh you drove with yeah with like oh whoa she was yeah six months old seven months old and a dog and like a bunch of our stuff and we sent we like also put our stuff in storage but it was like and we've done that drive a lot like we we like driving mm-hmm. um but like a five day it's usually a five day drive and it was an eight day drive with a right. with a baby because yeah. you have to stop you have to feed them yeah to, oh, and yeah. you can't go past a certain amount of hours or you just like kill yeah. yourself and yeah. it's probably not good for them too <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah so we we got we found this house and like it just it was kind of like had a good feeling and we're like okay we can like we can do this and it was like just over two hours from toronto 
Um, and yeah, we just, we bought it for actually under asking slightly. Nice. Um, and then we've just been working on it and yeah. it's, it's pretty cool. It's like, it's in this tiny town we'd never heard of, but it's like <laughs> we had to do, so like I only saw it once and then Seb went back a few times and, yeah. uh, what we liked about it was, wasn't, it wasn't hipster at all. Right. It was right. like, um, like we're the weirdest people there, I think. Yeah. Um, and but everyone's so friendly and it's like, we know all our neighbors and, nice. um, but it's also in like Amish country. So Wait, like what? you'll be sitting. Yeah. It's like Amish and Mennonites all around. Yeah, far, yeah. It's like farmland. And, uh, you'll just, I'll just be sitting working like in upstairs or something. And then I'll just hear like, <laughs> and it's like horse and buggy going by. And it just like adds this like perspective. That's, yeah. it's a cool note. Yeah. Um, so like now the goal with the house, you know, worlds open up, up again, um, traveling, all this stuff. Like my goal is to kind of make this place that artist friends can come to. Mm -hmm. Like we've had a few people visit and like stay. And uh, I think it's a really nice place to to make art, actually. I think it, it will be something, I don't know, I kind of have these like residency kind of. Right. Yeah. Uh, not, not like... I don't necessarily want to like Airbnb it or anything like mm -hmm. it has to be, I don't know, friends and yeah. like, you yeah. know, you could come and like record mm -hmm. an album. You could like come yeah. and shoot something, yeah. you know, sick. That's, yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. Did you always plan to not no. move to the city? <laughs> um, wait, Sorry, I said that in a really weird way. No, and I said no right away. Um, but can Did you, you always plan to move outside of Toronto when you were coming back? Or was there any sort no, of like I didn't thought think... of living in the city again? Um, never, th never thought I'd come back to Canada like this soon for yeah. any reason. Um, cause things were going well over there. Mm. And, uh, uh, and then I don't think I would move back to Toronto. Okay. Like I might, you know, if I was working here a lot, um, maybe I would get an apartment or something, but, yeah. um, I don't, I don't have like a dream of living in Toronto. Um, but yeah so like the country thing was just uh sorry i don't know if i even answered the question the, <laughs> the answer oh actually seb has, was has been trying to get me to move like to the country for probably 15 years or okay something. like his <laughs> so it's actually his you. dream yeah yeah uh early on like actually before we went to la in 2012 I think he was trying to like convince me to get a place like in Caledon or something like, oh, yeah. like it's 40 minutes outside of the city. Like it's close to the, to Pearson. Cause we knew he wanted to leave Toronto. Mm -hmm. Like we lived on Ossington. Seb owned a property there and built a recording studio yeah. with Jimmy Shaw from metric. Um, the studio is still there and everything, but like yeah. he, we lived there when it was just like the mental hospital yeah. and sweaty Betty's yeah. and black dog video where I worked. Right. Yeah. And it was sketchy as hell, yeah. like coming home at like midnight after work and stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we lived there before anything happened. And then, uh, yeah, it was like Portuguese and Vietnamese mafia. And then, um, and then it started to like explode. And by the time we left, there was like people vomiting in our front oh, step because yeah. it was like the party. And yeah. now I can't like, <laughs> I, I hate, I'm sorry <laughs> to use the H word, the but worst. like, <laughs> Ossington between Queen and Dundas is like very 
upsetting to yeah. me. Yeah, oh, same. it's I, the new King Street West. It's, it's, like, it's yeah. very touristy, and yeah. like people lined up for ice cream bars. Oh, Adults lined yeah. up for ice cream bars. <laughs> at, at like <laughs> no, it's crazy. It's crazy. around it's, the block. It's honestly, like when you when you mention like you know quote unquote old Ossington, yeah. like it's sometimes hard to even remember. But I I mm. remember like I remember being like young. And like, I remember being young. I remember being young. <laughs> but it was a thing where it was like, you know, it was literally Sweaty Betty's and there was whatever that other bar was across the street was like the other one. Uh, yeah. I can't remember what it's called now. I think it's maybe even still there, but it has like a Up the street was the Ossington as well. But this is before Ossington. Oh before my the gosh, Ossington. What was that it was one? right across the street from the yeah. Ossington. It was... <laughs> anyway, yeah. it was like those two bars and then even the concept of going like north on Ossington yeah. to Dundas was like kind of like mm, like, like what that's like a no, man, like no man's a little, land a little yeah. darker up there and like yeah. more residential and then it cr- turns into a valley like yeah. goes down it's just like now it's all bougie pizzas and fancy ice cream and yeah. like it's like artisanal clothing yeah. stores I don't know yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jonathan the, Olivia what is it the, the number five hippest street in the world oh, or something God. oh really yeah there's some some yeah i don't know well my friends were visiting from new york and the only place they knew was like the Ossington strip that's cute <laughs> like we heard this good ice cream <laughs> um yeah i mean i i love that golden turtle is still there and yeah. venezia yeah. i love venezia the bakery yeah like no yeah like everything besides i mean you know there's still good stuff there are good people there obviously but it's just like i also uh, like the parking situation bums me out because it's all like restaurant, yeah. like um, like the tables are on the street now <laughs> I know. permanently. I, know. Uh, I just think it's like uncivilized when there's no parking. Yeah, as it's a driver, <laughs> I agree. Well, you see, I don't care because I don't drive. Yeah, yes. yeah. I'm you giving you the yeah the perspective. If you have a car, you don't like yeah, those you're, street you're, patios. You're, 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 yeah, you're, you're you're giving the. Uh, the uh, mega city I moved to the country yeah <laughs> yeah should go Ew, yeah yeah I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I, I also have a pickup truck now so like parking yeah yeah, yeah. forget it yeah. like um but uh, what like so when your friends do visit Toronto because I'm also like relearning the city and mm-hmm. like through friends and like uh like where would you tell your friends to go like for stuff I mean I've been thinking about this a lot lately mm-hmm. like especially after going to New York where it was just like it was very clear where to go and where not to go mm-hmm. for the most part but also you could go anywhere um like the I go to like two bars Juice and Houndstooth mm-hmm. you know I mean if, I, like, if it was someone new I would probably and again this neighborhood does suck now as well yeah. but it still at least has maybe for another couple of years of slight essence would be like Kensington Market yeah Kensington Market oh, okay. because yeah. it, it at least you know actually I was not, there last night yeah. and was like this is still pretty fun mm-hmm True, yeah. But on weekends, it gets obvious. I mean, it's hard to say. It's like any of these neighborhoods are like fine if you go on like a weekday. Yeah. You know, it's not like sure. too crazy. It's more mm-hmm. so the weekends when yeah. you get like people coming in. Yeah. And like, I don't know. No, Kensington is a good point. I mean, uh, yeah, this year I've probably been out in Toronto like at night twice mm-hmm. yeah. to like bars and stuff. Um, and one of those nights was like kind of an all night thing. Uh, and that like ended up at Kensington my friend John Shouten was like DJing somewhere and I was yeah. like oh cool like there's still cool things yeah, that happen yeah. I don't know and they're, they're they're hidden in like they're just hidden they're yeah. still there but they're hidden they're a little more hidden yeah yeah um, and which is even, great yeah no which is which is kind of makes it like I don't know to stay positive I try to always stay positive on these notes <laughs> I love it yeah. <laughs> but you know it's like it, there is something I can see something cool with you know, a bunch of douchey bars on a, a line of just like 
places I would never go to. And like in the middle of that, yeah. in like that red door downstairs is like some sick shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's almost like, it's almost as cool to me as it being like way in the junction and it's just like dead and that's the one cool thing and it's there. It's yeah. Like, yeah. You can kind of like look at both as like equally interesting and like. I mean, Dundas West is still fun too, like West of Ossington, like yeah. Bambies and Loveless and Black Hanks Dice. and Black Dice. Like there's still a yeah. bunch of bars along totally. that strip. Yeah. That's still fun. Kami is still yeah. going strong. Yeah. 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 There's still stuff. Yeah. Toronto. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. I, I, the more you talk about it, like I, I don't, I don't blame you for leaving. <laughs> I also have like such a love hate relationship with this city. Like I, I was born here. I grew up here. I just got back. I love from, it, but I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I just getting, I, like, I just got, I was on, in New York for the first time. I was only there for four days, but then I still like, as soon as I came back, I was like, Oh, yeah. right. Like this is what this I city's mean, like, and okay. it's hard because I love this city so much. Yeah. But when you compare it to a city like New York, it's like, oh. yeah. I mean, I don't. Here's the thing. I do think Toronto's special, and I yeah. do think that you can't be self-deprecating about like a place where you live. I don't know you have to be positive about it. Yeah. Um, I d- I left because of like I didn't understand how I could like exist and work here and like I had some kind of you know I just couldn't I didn't have a vision of like how I could figure out how to be a filmmaker here I was like working um as a production designer I was doing bad day and like I was trying to be a director and like you kind of have to like go somewhere new and just start fresh if you want to like people to understand that you are not yeah I don't know what you were before or something I don't I really don't want to like I you know, I think it's really cool, for example, that you guys are doing a podcast in Toronto that's like with Toronto people. And like, I think the city needs more shit like that. And mm-hmm. that isn't just like the identity of Toronto is Drake and like yeah. whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I do think it's like, I don't know if it's like pride, but like being honest about what's wrong here is good. But like also being, um, I guess positive and like let's do something about it yeah exactly that was a big that was definitely a big reason when we started we were i think we had a conversation early on where we were like there is sick shit happening Mm -hmm. here but there's no there's no no, there's nothing tying it together there's no like place where people can talk about it and understand it as like a cohesive thing and then therefore Mm -hmm. the identity of it is just so scattered and it's like people exist in these like microcosms in toronto but they're all connected but they are actually connected. Yeah. But there, there wasn't, the, and yeah, and that was kind of like a big reason why there we was, started yeah, this. Was, it was like we can all talk about it together. You know? Yeah. 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 Totally. And like you know, being from here, like I was saying earlier, you you oftentimes can get in that zone where you're just like, oh, like fuck Toronto, like yeah. everything like sucks, like everything sucks here. And then yeah, I you I almost had to be like, well, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is cool stuff here. Yeah. And like there, you shouldn't feel we we shouldn't feel guilty about. Being like we're gonna talk to, and it's not even like we're doing only Toronto people mm-hmm. but it's like we shouldn't but it's mostly Toronto people mm-hmm. and we like doing it in person so it's like but we want it to be like you know we're having these people here that are from Toronto because it's so easy to be like oh we just want nothing to do with it and we want to interview so-and-so from LA and so-and-so yeah. from New York and like not because there's so much of like the leaving the city and just like not wanting anything to do with it but at the same time, I think people need to like realize that there is stuff here, and it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. and as much as I can go off on hating this place, like, we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, I think if you still live here, it's like your responsibility to be like pointing out mm-hmm. what could be better and yeah. like working on it. Yeah. yeah. Do you mind if I get a glass of water? I'm like, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. So I'll, over I'll get, caffeinated right now. I'm like no. shaking from <laughs> caffeine. <laughs> 
Well, th- well, thank you guys for also having a morning pod with me. Yeah. No, this feels good. No, this feels this. I actually like, really like this because yeah. I like got up and I was like, okay, morning pod. I was like, you gotta like, be, which is why I also had a, a bunch of coffees. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Anxious pod. Yeah, I don't want to just be like. <laughs> so uh, tell me about. But <laughs> so I was gonna say, when you first mentioned Lucknow, the mm-hmm. reason why when you said it, I was like, I get it now. So when I watched the pilot for, is mispronouncing right, Zabawa. Zabawa. It's it's intentionally mispronounced. Okay. It's supposed to be Zabawa okay. in Polish, but okay. it's kind of like uh, Big Lebowski. Like okay. it's not Lebowski. It's right. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So when I saw the credits at the end, and it was mm-hmm. like shot on location in Lucknow, and then yeah. you mentioned Lucknow, I was like, ah, this isn't just like a random town that you're like, okay, we're gonna go shoot here because we have permits or whatever. It was like, no, this is where you live. Yeah, I was like. If this pandemic never ends, I need to like bring people to me. Yeah. So I like started writing a TV show. I started writing a story and then I decided that it should be a TV series rather than a film. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, it's not like it's not out. I don't think people will know what you're talking about. Okay. But um, so basically, <laughs> well, let's, let's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's so, so, uh, yeah, I, um, I started writing this. So I've been building this feature film for about seven years. And uh, it got pushed back like two years ago. And then I was talking to these two best friends of mine, Anna Cordell and Haley Magnus, who live in L.A. I was like telling them, yeah, it's like got pushed again. And they're like, oh, man, just like write something for us. We'll like come to fucking Lucknow and shoot whatever, like write whatever. We'll like do a short film, anything. Yeah. And I was like, all right, fine. And then I started and it. Um, I was very inspired by my surroundings and like, um, and then like the character kind of just came to me and I always loved there's this uh this friend of set there's this like guy around Toronto like I forget what's his first name uh uh Dan Zabawa he's like um a bunch of people in like Seb's generation know him like Owen Owen Pallet was Mm -hmm. like Zabawa is that like Dan Zabawa and I was like yeah, I never met the guy, but I always was jealous of his last name because Zabawa in Polish means like a good fun time. Like it's like a good part, like wholesome party fun time. Yeah. Right. Good time. And um, and I was like, always just thought that was such a cool name. And so I just like took it. You know, when you're in those like early stages of writing something, you have to like be, you just like accept everything. Everything, yeah. yeah. And then you don't judge it. And mm-hmm. so like as I was writing this story came together about this like private detective who lives in the country and uh this this thing that happens in the episode is like um they they witness their own doppelgangers robbing a convenience store and and then the like mystery goes from there but uh you know i was like how am i gonna i wrote a pilot and i was like started asking people in the industry i know like what do I do with this pilot? Like, how do I get a show off the ground? Like, I'm also very impatient. I don't like waiting for permission. Like, I'll just find the money and shoot something usually. Um, But yeah, it's definitely like a different system with TV, like Mm -hmm. in the pitch process. And like, usually people have an idea for a show and then they pitch it and then they get money to make a pilot, you know, and then maybe they, or first they get the money to write the pilot. And then, you know, that's sort of like the traditional process. Um, and then I was like, I don't really want to wait that long. Um, and I just want to do something really creative. Like, um, you know, back in the day I'd do like a music video for free or, or a short film, but this, I didn't want to make a short film. Mm -hmm. Um, and so (laughs) my hand 
shaking from the coffee. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. No, no, no. I hope you don't hear it in my voice too much. Yeah. I'm not crying. I'm just like anxiously shaking from coffee. Um, yeah, but uh, all that to say that I, I'd basically like. <laughs> bullied the people who I'd made commercials with that year um to into like kicking in some money so like right. I raised and they're like I love everyone that I I work with but like I have reps in the states in Canada and in Europe um and and yeah we'd made commercials so like I knew they made money with me so I was like not feeling too guilty about right, it right, so I was like yeah you know let's um see if you guys want to make this with me and then like the trailer can live on the reel and then it could get yeah, more work right. you know it's all like, connected. um <laughs> that was my <laughs> manipulation yeah um <laughs> and then though. yeah so I, I raised some money and just like got it together and common good produced it um my friend sharon Yu, she she was the producer we like drove up to lucknow did the scouting with me right. it was very like music video vibes mm. um yeah, my, my friends flew in from L.A. And then uh, my friend Kevin Phillips, who's an amazing DP, came to shoot it. And they were all just, like, living in the house with us. Sweet. And we shot in the house and around around the area. And then in another super cute town called Paisley that's, like, half an hour away. It's, like, an it's artist community. small town. I was just yeah, going to yeah. say. It's a good, yeah, it's a good, it's a good scene. Um, that place is more, Paisley is more, like, artists settled there and there's like right. really beautiful murals and like uh like the convenience store scene like that's right. just like all like original like they were about to tear it down or something like someone just bought it and it was i don't even know if it's still there also the junkyard is like complete there's like this junkyard yeah, scene. Yeah, well, I saw it in the so show and I, was, I was even thinking to myself like I didn't know junkyards even still existed. Really? Not didn't still existed, but like, can you think of one in the city? Like, yeah, I guess I not. I guess they're all outside of the city. This place is like, every time I drove by it, I was like, I gotta shoot something there because it's like we we shot it in the like demoli shot in the demolition area, but like, it was this like I don't know like this huge, um, how I don't know how many acres like it's probably like. 10 acres of just cars, and mm. it's all like scrap. So like, you can go and like find a part for a car there and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. but the weird thing is like um it's gone now like it's uh when i drive by it now it's completely empty like all the cars are gone the junkyard's gone oh really it's weird it's very like ghostly anyway again people won't know what the hell i'm talking about <laughs> because the other thing is like <clears throat> you know i made this so i made this uh pilot took about a year uh to like to shoot like shoot it and then edit it my editor sean leonard is like a really good friend of mine who lives in la but he's like he has an editing job so like yeah. we would work on the weekends and at right. night and then you know getting it sound like everything all those things are favors so they mm -hmm. just take longer yeah. um what is it it's like do you guys know this thing it's like you can have there's um really good really fast and really cheap yeah. and you can only have two yeah right yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so this was like good and slow yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah. uh no wait Wait, what is cheap it? And cheap and good. And good. Yes. Yeah, yes. but yes. slow. Yeah. yeah. Cheap and good, but cheap slow. Good. Yeah. yeah, but it's going to be slow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. then, uh, yeah, we finish it. And now I'm just kind of, um, the plan is to uh, pitch it. So I'm going to basically pitch mm -hmm. um, the idea for the series to try to get um, money to shoot it for real. And this pilot wouldn't be in the show. So it's like, okay. it's just this artifact, really. Okay. Um, 
but then I also like made t-shirts yeah, yeah. and like because I love the merch aspect of like any project yeah I, so you would <laughs> reshoot the pilot for yeah. the, the new series okay sweet. yeah you'd have to reshoot um because it's like if we shot yeah it from the second episode on it wouldn't match yeah you right, know yeah. you'd have to like shoot the whole series right, together yeah, right yeah, yeah. interesting yeah. I, was, I was curious about that because like i know nothing about the pilot process or any of the right. stuff especially with tv yeah because it's such an interesting concept to basically pitch something with a cliffhanger you know what i mean it's like mm -hmm. it's like it's like watching something with a cliffhanger being like like I don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. And I don't know mm -hmm. if we're going to see what, what happens yeah. next. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, it's, it's, it kind of becomes like a proof of concept. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. like kind of something to show tone and, yeah. mm -hmm. and you might never see what happens because I might not make it. I don't know if I'll find money. <laughs> That's yeah. It's also like, um, there also isn't one way to get shows made nowadays. Like yeah. you could do a web series and yeah. then, you know, you could build a whole like un ecosystem of your own and then, someone sees it and buys into it um mm -hmm. but yeah traditionally you would like get paid to make a pilot and then they decide right. whether right. they so, want yeah, to so continue. this is actually just like a different way of going about it's it it's a bit of like it's a bit of like hopefully um a way to yeah prove prove what it is so mm -hmm. that i don't have to i also wouldn't want to recast the leads because mm -hmm. they're my friends yeah, so yeah. and they're amazing i think um <clears throat> yeah they're great thanks so yeah so i don't know i'm gonna see i'll find out i'll i'll let yeah. you guys know no, how it we, goes yeah. i'm i'm on I would really you watch it yeah okay thanks no, well, we, uh, yeah. when you first sent it austin, i watched it like right away austin watched it like within an hour <laughs> thank you <laughs> i love you slow with stuff like this <laughs> uh, i did watch it as well though but he was just like he's like it's great it's like da -da -da, it's kind of like twin peaks it has this like yeah. i was also watching twin peaks so that was like a big association Whoa, cool. i was in the middle of twin peaks the, the return no I, I think i just started season one but anyways i was in the middle of that so i was like definitely drawing a lot of parallels there and then also i have so many films written about small towns just because i was raised in one or a smallish oh, town no way. and it just like it was like the energy of a small ontario town i felt was captured so well so i was like i know this place like <laughs> oh, i've that's been so here i've lived hear. here <laughs> you know? what where were you raised aurelia oh yeah okay yeah yeah, it's a little bit bigger than 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 that, but yeah, yeah, still pretty. The same, the same energy and the same like the, even that convenience store. I was like, I've been to that. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> the, the junkyard, like yeah. I know all these places. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Not the bowling alley. I wish I had a bowling alley yeah. like that. <laughs> that's one of the sickest thing about the town is uh, is that it has a bowling alley. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. and people and yeah. like people live there. So that was also the inspiration for the character to live there. Um, so people actually live in the bowling alley. Mm -hmm, yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Not like it's like a big building that's yeah. like one half is like residence, and then but yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's not in so the it back. It just reminds me of the Simpsons <laughs> joke when it's like, I live above a bowling alley and <laughs> below another bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luckily, it's like they run it too, so it's like yeah. closed. I don't. Uh, there. I, I don't really understand their hours, but yeah, um, they can so open sick. it when they want. But yeah. yeah, it's like a family. It's like a really yeah. lovely family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. It's so weird making films <laughs> that like because it takes. Uh, we were just talking about this a little bit before, yeah. but like the the amount of time it takes to get something off the ground mm -hmm. is like it's so frustrating sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're not earnestly passionate about that project, it can just like die before it's ever started, mm -hmm. you know? And so like, oh, I mean, yeah. th that's hopefully why the good projects last and 
you know, go through that time. Mm-hmm. But but a lot of bad projects still also do. get made. <laughs> but the important thing is, yeah, someone, it needs an engine, right? It yeah. needs that mm-hmm. person who pushes it forward. So, yeah, it takes... It's a team effort. There's so many mm-hmm. different variables with, like, which is why I always have... I always have the utmost respect for you guys in film because I can't, I, I can't, I need to just like do it and release yeah. it and just be like, it's there. Yeah. But yeah. there's like the, like the very idea of like conceptually coming up with some like music idea and being like, and then we'll have it in like two years. It'll be out. I'm like, what? You can do that. You can do that, do that in the background. No, we were like me and my friend John were so eager to make a film that we were like, Hey, now let's just like, we had this short and we were like, okay, let's shoot it at the end of the month. Let's set a date. We're going to shoot it. And then like, but then things start growing, you know, and yeah. people get, start getting involved and you start realizing that it's like more of a big deal. And then you start realizing like, wow, we have a great film on our hands mm-hmm. and so many great people that are, part of it so it's that same thing it's like we could do this right now but it's not gonna be good mm-hmm. yeah you, know, we can do you this owe really it to fast, like everyone but it's not gonna yeah. be good yeah. and so yeah when, when you get all these people involved you owe it to everyone to, yeah exactly to like to give it the time that it deserves but it's frustrating yeah yeah <laughs> it's like yeah it's uh it's a lot of deal you have to have the personality that is into like delayed gratification yeah um and also I've been getting a lot, like I've been really getting into like drawing and painting mm-hmm. because it's like really satisfying to be in full control of yeah. um, a piece mm-hmm. and see it through and then it's done yeah, and then you can move on. That yeah. was the same reason I started making music because I was yeah. like, I was, yeah, I was, the, 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 we talked about this before, yeah. but just the pace of it was so nice. I could just like make You're it. Like, it's and, done. Yeah. Yeah. Be done. <laughs> Send yeah. It I guess if anything, I need a, a slow a slower, a slow burn. I guess yeah. I, we have a theme for this po- for this episode because it's the same thing. It's like putting yourself through that pain, you yeah. Know, that, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, like, like force that, myself that hard stuff <laughs> so that it, like, yeah. I have a question. Do you ever apply for like grants? I mm-hmm. just, I was, just I was, when I was in New York, pretty much the entire oh. time I was writing an Ontario Arts Council grant. Okay, it's my first grant I've ever applied for. Okay, so I don't know. Yeah, I get and it, you but. do too, Josh. Yeah, I got a Canada Arts Council grant. Okay, probably like two years ago okay cool to make an album um, okay yeah i mean I, I feel like the grant system is actually really it's a it's great it's like it's a really special thing we have here um mm-hmm. because i don't know how i would actually fund a lot of things that i like have put out in the past without funding from some from somewhere and yeah. i feel like it's less you know with film and stuff it's it's more common to get you know like uh, someone who will fund a project whereas like you rarely hear about you know some guy being like yeah i'll give you some money to make an album <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah. I'll give you money to make a thing that doesn't make, make money, money. <laughs> that <laughs> doesn't know? happen yeah. Yeah. yeah but but it's a good way to um i think like if you apply for a grant that's like one way to have a long-term project mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like if you're like okay I, I want to make a conceptual album like next year. You have to start applying for the money oh, yeah. now because it's such a slow process. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That popped into my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Um, okay, I wanted to go back a little bit because I was, when thinking about knowing you and also what we're doing with this podcast, I like realized that like a chunk, a large chunk of what my idea of doing this podcast had to do with your magazine, Bad Day. Wow. Seriously, because it was like it was a thing that was so important to me at the time that I didn't I sorry, I didn't realize at the time how important it was for and obviously this went beyond Toronto stuff because you covered all kinds of different people. But in the sense of it not being this one thing where at the time when Bad Day was 
existed. I remember being very much, you know, the kind of person that was like, I only care about music. Like all I care about is music and musicians and music and blah, blah, blah. Like I don't really have interest in like art or fashion or film or yeah. blah, blah, blah. Until I started reading your magazine. Wow. And it was the kind of That's thing amazing. where I would see a person in the magazine and be like, I have no idea who this is, but I'm going to read it. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, holy shit, like, huh. And then next thing you know, you're reading cover to cover. Mm-hmm. And like, I still have issues like upstairs. Like, yeah. Cool. How full is your co- collection? Not that full. I probably have like three or four. <sighs> I would, I'll bring you some next time. Do you still have some? Yeah. Yeah. I have, um, I do. Yeah. Crazy. Cause I would, uh, I would be the one to ship them out. So they would yeah. all get delivered to my house. So like, uh, I'd have like skids up, show up and like these magazines just like in my life all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I still have like a couple, but they're kind of like the today sponge. Like they're just kind of like, I'll find them randomly and be like, Oh my Good God, reference. a box of like, uh, you know, yeah. Like, Oh, the box of James Franco's or something. <laughs> but thank you. I mean, keep going. I do like hearing no, no, this. No, but, I, but And again, like just like I was saying something that sort of tied together these elements of you know the arts that were beyond just like you know like i said like i would read a lot of music magazines and yeah. like what like, like the guitar fader. weekly no, like or something okay no, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> there's so many weird magazines that like chapters <laughs> like I mean, the be beatles magazine or like those guns funny, and roses magazine. those are the funniest ones when it's just like elton john the magazine yeah, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah like, so okay and somehow there's a new issue like like every year there's just like a, or at every week no but not like uh not like guitar player magazine or guitar world or whatever but like you know magazines like say like the fader or something that were very much yeah, like, yeah. music centric yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. with a little sprinkle of like other editorial stuff yeah. but I just love the idea of of sort of drawing this line between basically what's happening now slash what was happening at that time because I feel like it's what like I also like love this like kind of like not say that I'm like any kind of archivist but I do like looking back and f- like rifling through a magazine from a very specific era and yeah. being like holy shit like this was like it at the time and so much of it gets lost yeah mm. you know it's like a time capsule mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but totally. it's like yeah it was just like i don't know i just want to say that was like a very great magazine Thank and it's you. And, I, and that's kind of why we're like i was happy to read like sex magazine because i feel like it kind of like continued yeah where you guys left off because i don't know if there was any crossover maybe uh asher penn yeah he he definitely did a bunch of interviews for us he's like one of the most curious about people mm-hmm. and the like creative process um people that i know mm-hmm. um but yeah i would say when we started there was like we were inspired by like butt magazine mm-hmm. and like fantastic man and like those uh i don't know there weren't a lot of magazines that were kind of like cross-cultural yeah, i suppose yeah. and, and like a zine mm-hmm. um and then it was just because of our like lack of any money that we did like the single duo like the duotone color like a mm-hmm. colored ink on colored paper mm-hmm. um but now i find like uh, it's kind of like by the time we finished bad day we did 20 issues mm-hmm. there was like uh I-, I noticed that there there'd be all these new magazines that would pop up sometimes usually they wouldn't go past like issue two or something right. they're kind of like pet projects or like or something for 
I don't know, creatives, mm-hmm, um, yeah. maybe people working in the commercial industry or something like cast nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess so. It's a lot cheaper. Um, yeah. there'd be like, I remember like one year for Christmas, I got each of my family members, like a magazine subscription. Like yeah. I chose a magazine that was like, yeah, yeah so. that I thought they would like. And the selection was insane. I remember there being like a cat magazine, like, right. but like a cool one, you know, mm-hmm. that you was like the one design. That had, uh, Billy Corgan on the cover. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think it was around for like two issues. But anyway, yeah. all this to say, like, uh, we didn't we didn't start that idea or something, but because obviously, like, interview mag, like, there's yeah. tons of magazines that do that, but like, I guess um, a sort of. It was, it was again, like such a group effort actually, because the magazine was, uh, is the contributors, you know, um, that would just like do it because they liked the magazine. So we're really, and it didn't cut, we never did anything for money, you know? So that also has like kept it pure, I think. Mm, Right. Um, Did you have any advertisements in it? Oh yeah. Sorry. Like advertising was there to pay for our printing bill and like at the end of the 20 issues we still had debt that we all like had to personally right. pay and we yeah. did one we did sell out once we did one issue that's like um it's i wouldn't call it a dark secret but uh, maybe i did call it a dark secret once but um jackie and colin who i made the magazine with they wouldn't call it this but we did this like collaboration with levi's um made and crafted where they did like four issues of a magazine they like chose a cool magazine and then they like um made an issue of that magazine with the magazine and like paid for everything and like the only like uh the only thing was like the advertising in it had to be levi's made and crafted but then also the people we featured had to wear levi's but this wasn't no one knew this though um what do you mean no one knew this like i don't think i would have ever flipped through and been like oh would you look at that like well, it was Levi's. Well, no, no, no. It wasn't like overt like that. It was just like they were just kind of like we're paying for this whole thing. Why would they not be wearing yeah, it? Right. I guess, but yeah, like, yeah. It's like, but it's kind of funny. Like, um, uh, but also like it was like the agency who who did it with with Levi's was like a friend of mine, David Jacob Kramer, who has this um, creative agency called Imprint, and he used to run this place called Family Books in LA, which was like super formative for like the city i think and like the the culture of like magazines and actually i was gonna ask if you went to the new york art book fair while you're in new york no but my friend scott actually who i stayed with they mm. he had books in it so i walked oh, with cool. them and i i just didn't get tickets because it was and the yeah, line was, was super insane. sold out it's crazy the it's insane. the first time you'd ever had to get tickets yeah. Yeah, tyler the creator it. was there i'm like really it was, it was like no like when i walked them there the line was like all the way like they took them like two hours to get into the book fair and they yeah. had, they had their own books in the fair like they had a stand <laughs> wow um yeah my but, friends yeah. at um actual source do you know actual source no. they they're a utah based they're really you should check them out they're like amazing um publisher they also make a magazine but um they had like their own stand and I, they told me they were like sneaking people in with their passes and yeah, stuff because yeah. like <laughs> is it L- is la also like that I I could, to... maybe i'm wrong that it was ticketed i think it was it was it was, it was. Yeah, okay. the opening yeah. night i think i think it was like five bucks or something yeah, yeah. and i don't know if it was just covid like trying to keep numbers right. down. well i think they just had such a big they knew oh. that it was going to be really yeah because it's the first one so back like, well, you know yeah. this will yeah. keep it low but yeah it was insane Crazy. um what was i gonna say i had something to say about it but i forgot oh that. um uh that was a tangent um yeah. uh 
Well, I was going to say with the bad day thing <laughs> oh. in the sort of comparison to us, not to compare it, but it was like, <laughs> I also like with that came. It's like, the same spirit. Yeah. It was also conversation. Just the, the, the parties you guys did as well. Oh, yeah. Which was also just an interesting way of like tying things together because mm-hmm. we just did our first party. Oh yeah, like, I wish yeah. I could have been there. It, it looked fun. It was fun, yeah. But it was great to see people in person too. Like mm-hmm. the, it made it real, you yeah. know. In and a way I like your photos, before. the photo style. Yeah, that, that you was had. a fun, fun thing to just very like, nice. Again, kind of a throwback to that era. Where do you like, get your photos developed? Uh, we went to West Camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, classic. Yeah. But, um, but I'm a down, I'm a downtown camera yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so far from it's me a now. little far. It's true, it's true. <laughs> but I got a car. So yeah, yeah. Have a car yeah I have a car too. I should. <laughs> oh, okay. I but, only uh, use my car to leave the city though. Yeah. <laughs> but I think yeah. it's, I think it's exciting to do something that, um, like running a magazine or having a podcast or something. Like what I enjoyed even about that party was like, it was it wasn't about us. No. And I think that's sort of the fun idea to be like, yes, we have curated this thing. But like, really, it's about you, the wizard. Well, well, yeah, uh, yeah. You well, I, I think mean? the thing, like, the thing that I'm most stoked about doing this, and like, what I'm hearing about your magazine is just this, like, integration of artists from mm-hmm. different mediums. Like, I was actually, the, this is what I was going to say about the book fair was that when I was talking to a lot of these photographers, it seems that even in New York, they have this kind of, um, <clears throat> like, uh, click of photographers, and that's it. The photographers kind of at least in the people I was talking to only hang out with other photographers you wow. know and so their world is kind of what's the word I'm looking for right now but like the insular yeah the world is very mm-hmm. insular and only filled with with mm-hmm. other people in the same medium but it's like I don't really get inspired by other filmmakers that much you know like I yeah. do to a certain degree but I get more inspired by people who are like in different mediums like musicians Same. and I don't, painters I don't like any musicians <laughs> <laughs> interesting you don't no, no you do you but do I'm, but, I, but, I, but I mean that in the sense that I too am more inspired by people that make art that has like that is just a completely different medium than what I do because I don't want to like for example like with producing the least fun conversation for me is to sit down with another producer and be like oh yeah that snare sound is amazing yeah. or like how did you make those that bass do that thing it's like it's like i don't want to talk about that i'd rather talk about like painting well it becomes very technical mm-hmm. when you talk with like the person in yeah. the medium right yeah. where it's like a lot of musicians i know are really are more of cinephiles than any filmmakers i know and they talk more about it on like an abstract level that i find it more inspiring than yeah. like what camera did you use you know yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like, exactly which again was the going back to the pod was what we like never wanted to talk about with guests and be like you know like what uh you know like what camera do you use or what like yeah. blah, blah, blah do you use it's like i'd rather just talk to people about like their lives yeah. i mean those those podcasts exist too like yeah. the wandering dp and like yeah. mm-hmm. more technically stuff but yeah, if it, it's like, this is about conversation and um, it's that spirit of like letting the tangent take over. And yeah. it's it's like this spirit of um, improvisation sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, totally. I like, yeah, I, I mean, I read American cinematographer all the time mm-hmm. because I'm in, like, I need to know the technical stuff and mm-hmm. I am interested in it, but yeah. it's not the, it's not the stuff that gets me really excited, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, the last bad day thing I'll say, which is just funny. Mm-hmm. I have a funny story about uh, a party you guys did for the launch of an issue. I forget which issue it was, but you what got, was the location? Do you remember? It was somewhere North. Like I want to say in the junction, maybe not. Yep. And At it a, was, a gallery? Yeah, I see. I didn't Arsenal go. Arsenal gallery, maybe? I didn't go. You oh. guys had booked. <laughs> no, well, I'm going to explain. I'm going to explain. I didn't go because I was booked to DJ at Bambi's that night. Mm. And you guys had Lil Internet. Yes. Do you remember that guy? Mm-hmm, yes. Who uh, coined the phrase uh, uh, C-Punk. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, he was DJing the party, and I guess it got shut down by the cops or something. Yes. And someone texted me being like, hey, like, Lil Internet only got to play for, like, 10 minutes. Can he come? We see her DJing at Bambi's. Can we mo basically oh, move the party to Bambi's? Yeah. So everyone came to Bambi's. And, again, this is, I'm going to assume a Thursday. It was pretty quiet because, again, everybody was at your party, not mine. <laughs> but then everyone came, and Lil Internet was like, hey, can I, like, DJ with you? And I was like, of course. So the funny part about this now is he puts in his USB into my computer. For some reason, it's not working. And he has to download <clears throat> all of his music onto my computer, yes. right? So he starts playing. We kind of go back to back. We have a good night. Da, 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 da. The night ends. I go home. I wake up the next morning to like DM after DM after DM on, on Twitter. Oh, shit. And he's like, dude, delete that folder that's like on my computer like, <gasps> right now. And I was like, what? He's like, I, I, I don't want to get sued, but like the music that's on there, like you have to delete it. Like I could go like, I like you have to get rid of it. So of course I'm like, well, <laughs> I gotta see what's on this first and foremost <laughs> before I delete it. Oh my god! So I open the folder, and it's unreleased Azalea Banks that he had produced, unreleased Kanye West that he had produced, and a bunch of other stuff. And I was like, "Yeah, dude, I'll I'll delete this." Never deleted it. <laughs> but but you also didn't do never, didn't you didn't do evil didn't, with no, it. No no no, I didn't leak it. I was just like. I was just stoked to have all this, this like, for yeah. Me, yeah. yeah, I was like, I have this music. And to be honest, I never actually even DJed it or anything. And yeah. a lot of it did end up coming out. So it was like, I only, it was only really a rare exclusive wow. thing to have for like a year or right. six months yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. That's I, so cool. So I he was DJing it to see how it like made, how no, it did on the dance. Oh. He just had it. He just had to drag his music folder oh. onto my computer. Oh my God. Uh, it was like was all that beats stuff. that he had made and demoed yeah. with these artists. There was other ones as well, but I remember just yeah, being like, I feel like if he dropped that on anyone else's desktop though, that would have been like leaked immediately. Yeah. <laughs> like I could probably Holy still shit. find the DM, but he was just like, he was like, dude, if you have to like, <laughs> just, like I, I could be sued if this ever gets leaked. And I was like, don't worry, man. Like I'm not going like, to yeah. ruin your career. Yeah. Like, I'm oh not I love that story. I love that story. I love, uh, that you, you know, did the honorable thing of you slightly know, honorable. <laughs> well, I kept the, music, the acceptable. It's, thing. it's intent. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's all about intent. But yeah. uh, and I'm glad that the story wasn't just about like the party. Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of yeah, we had a lot of awesome parties that kind of became like um, notorious or something. But we well, there was the TIFF one. We almost yeah, we almost <laughs> never. Uh, also did a party at the same location because we kind of burned a bridge each right. time that arsenal party uh, i think like our friend who worked there got fired for really? because the someone could like it was um yeah it was terrible but also strange and like seemed like why would you get fired for the cops training? anyway yeah another tangent but like there are a <laughs> lot of things there's a lot of definitely like um things that i've forgotten and then like thinking about them again i'm like oh man like i kind of remember all the there were a lot of bad feelings too you know of yeah. like yeah. um just bad things that happened <laughs> and then um <laughs> but most of the time it was it was pretty fun and then we had yeah that tiff party was like our most like official party and yeah. it was well because what's his name was there um gus van sant yes gus van sant really but uh, also uh, franco james franco because he was on yeah the cover but I'm forgetting. Um, What's his name? He has cancer now. He was in Top Gun. 
Oh, uh, uh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer was there. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, I kind of remember Val that. Kilmer I heard. Oh, I'd like hear about it after. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also remember. Um, fuck, what's his name? Um, from the Sex Pistols. <laughs> um, uh, Johnny Rotten. Uh. Yeah. 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 Johnny Rotten was there. <laughs> and, so, uh, so it's like a, wait, this is insane. It was at the Hoxton, right? Yeah. 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 It was. Uh, yeah. Richard's spot. Yeah. Um, the Hoxton is on like Bathurst. It's Bathurst. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a camp, yeah. yeah and or so I like loved the Sex Pistols, obviously, when I was like a teenager. Yeah. And I remember my friend Dana Wright. Yeah. Was like, um, kind of like dancing sexy up to him. <laughs> And he was like, fuck off. <laughs> and then uh, and then I was like, man, I said something lame or maybe someone else said it. But there someone was like, oh, man, like I loved your music when I was 15 or something. And then he was like, I'm not your teenage idol. And then uh, and then I he was like, then we we're just like hanging out. And then he like was like. I, I can I smoke here or something and I just remember like lighting a cigarette for him and putting it in his mouth and then someone like snapped that photo and yeah, it's like yeah. a photo that exists on the internet Sick. it's pretty cool um yeah but then I would hear about so because yeah during TIFF it's like it's always the yeah. best parties at TIFF are like the ones that aren't official TIFF mm -hmm. parties yeah. mm -hmm. so it became yeah I forgot about Damn. that yeah Sick. Uh, well, last thing. So what's oh my gosh, what's last next? thing? Oh no. Well, what's next? <laughs> Did we? This is, was it good? Did we? This is yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. This is grown up. We trust okay, me. This okay. is very good. Okay. We hit a lot, a lot of stuff. <laughs> but like, what's next? So aside from the show and the pitch that you're now doing, uh, like, what else is going on? Um. So yeah, this this feature that um that I have cast and uh is kind of ready to go. Um. I think I'll be shooting it next spring. Uh, it takes place in Poland. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm pitching this TV show, um, doing some painting. Nice. My, nice. my uh, kitchen and whole first floor is being renovated right now, so I'm homeless. That's why I'm going to L.A. Nice. <laughs> and um, well, there's one other thing. What was it? Um, oh, actually, with Bad Day, we're, we have something um, fun coming up. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, but actually, I don't know if I can talk about it. Um, but there's something fun coming up with Bad Day that I'll tell you guys. When it, well, that's, yeah. I was that's bringing down. it up just being like, that thing. I'm going to end this on a cliffhanger, actually. Okay, yeah, okay, and uh, right. tell Let's you go. that there's something Bad Day related coming Sick. up. Sick. Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Oh, amazing. wait. I forgot. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. I brought you guys something. Oh, Ooh. shit. <laughs> um, from Lucknow, I brought you garlic that my friend organic garlic that my friend made oh, and it's two varieties one is called music and one is called russian red i thought i'd give you music yeah, i love and, garlic um I, well, I'll take music. yeah i bought like way too much of it um Sick. by accident and so i'm like giving it away oh hell yeah um, I mean, but it's really know, nice like, like, i, I don't know if you lot. like garlic no okay. i mean i put so much garlic in oh, everything okay. so this is perfect so i find it to be quite like delicate and um really nice and Sick. she just this, yeah. really fresh too Amazing. yeah Beautiful. hell yeah mm -hmm. this is the yeah. best present this is actually literally the best present okay great <laughs> okay great like a bag of garlic like, yeah hell yeah so, so. Nice. the most luck now yeah present yeah, yeah. So, so. so thank you guys for having no, me thank you <laughs> peace <laughs>